Hopefully that's good. I really can't tell. Can you imagine how hard it would be not to have a postal phone? No. Okay. We are recording. Hello. Hi, I'm Mm. Kayla. I'm Jamie. And Helene, our bad, was supposed to be on this, and we took too long drinking champagne and got distracted watching an old season of Project Runway. Although I feel like of all the people, shouldn't Helene understand that because she's a designer? I actually was just talking to my roommate about how initially, oh yeah, it was because we were watching this and I was like, oh, I went to Mood. I went with Helene. Yeah. Like when she first started, that's what she was doing. Yeah. No, there's a skirt out there named after me. Oh. Yeah. Nice. For, um, one of the top designers that I remember. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah. I, don't, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, they had really cool wallets. I remember that. Mm. And I'm going to name one of my kids. Is that kids. like the Timo? Yeah, yeah, Timo. Yeah. Um, I'm going to name one of my kids that. What was I? Oh, oh, but yeah, so basically what was supposed to happen is she was going to record with us, and we yeah. took too long, and she's on the we East Coast, awful. so she's three hours ahead, so it's completely our bad. Helene will be back next episode, um, which we have some really exciting things coming next episode. We, we have some do. collaborations that I can't tell you about yet, but I'm very excited. Um, so keep listening, subscribe so you don't miss anything, invite your friends. Um, also, we redid our website, and it looks really, really cool, mm-hmm. and I'm really excited about it. So you should go check it out. You can subscribe so you get any updates we ever send. I think it's a very nice website. I, I, I enjoy it. When I, when I scroll through it and read about myself, I think I'm calm, which is not normally how I feel when I'm looking back on myself. Yeah, no, I'm like, I genuinely, I'm really excited about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I won't say her last name because I don't know if she wants to be mentioned. But this girl, Christine, I think it looks really cool. Yeah, so good job, Christine. Before we start, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to Maggie, Autumn, Krista, Skyler, and Stephanie. Thank you so much for your five star reviews. They were so oh, nice. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Also, the more people review, the further we move up on rankings and then more people can see our podcast and then we get to keep doing cool stuff like the next two weeks well next three weeks because this episode will come out and then we're recording two like really exciting episodes and they will subsequently also come out (laughs) perfect thank Um, you thank you for the folks yes thank you you. i really appreciate five stars and with the commentary reviews they really help solid i know y'all are very busy too so like Thank you. Yes, we really appreciate you taking the time to do that. And I think that's all oh. <laughs> I think that's all the news. That's all the news. What's happening? In other news, this weed makes me sneeze. Oh, but I really, really like it. So this is Alpine is the brand and the it's a sativa, obviously, you know I love sativa. And it's Jack Hare. And that's when that one the reason I got it is because that's supposed to be really good with like you know, creativity and, you know, opening your mind and basically just creativity and being productive and stuff like that. And so I was like, that's exactly what I want. Not that I smoke when I work, I could not function, but, no, um, but I do like to, you know, if I'm going to, I don't know, write a blog post or yeah. like do something, it's just good to. It's just like a, also a really cool looking pen. It is. I that. can't get over it. Their new one is really cool. They had two options when I was there that day and the other one was longer Mm. And it literally had a, like, control at the bottom where you could change the temperature. Oh, my God. She was like, what do you, like, this, she said it was more for people who like dabbing. So, I'm like, okay, because Mm. I don't do that. I'm scared of it. But. Oh, it's terrifying. I just was like, I don't know what temperature it should be at. 
I'm like, that's your job. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I'm buying a pen. So everything's taken care of for me. Exactly. And so. that is such a thing about dabbing. And I actually have learned a lot of that recently in like the last two weeks mm-hmm. um, from this guy that knows this guy that you don't like, but he's very influential in the weed community of Los Angeles. I learned a lot. Interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, dabbing, that's, that's where you adjust temperatures. This weed's amazing. I feel like I need to, like, show it off through the microphone. I know. I well, I we can post know. a picture of it. Okay, great. So, perfect. Okay. okay. Are you ready for some twisted, fucked up murder shit? Yeah, I'm kind of wondering, can we play a game where I try and guess it? Yeah. Okay, give me, like, a small hint. Fight Club? Body Sludge. We already did the acid murder. We did. The other one, the French one. It's not French, no. Um, that's all I got. Okay. Then are you ready for Leonardo Chinchuli La Sapone Ificatrice? I, damn it, I knew how to say this when I wasn't high. I was going to say, you speak Spanish. Yeah. That's Spanish, right? No. That's not Spanish? Leonardo? That. Italian? Yeah. Oh, okay. I what I was trying to say is La Sapone Ificatrice I di Correggio, which means the soap maker of Correggio or Correggio, sorry, it's Correggio. Wow. I'm so sorry. I mean, not that we even have Italian listeners, but I I honestly looked up how to say all these words and I wrote them phonetically because I knew high me wouldn't remember and I still fucked it up. And honestly, there is a lot of um, literature and academia about how Italian is just a dialect of Spanish. So yeah. that wasn't me being insensitive either. Oh, no, no, no. Romance, those, they're romance languages. They're very similar. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, okay. So okay. Leonardo, Leonardo Cinciulli. Love it. Is that place in, in Italy? Cinciulli is her last name. What's, what was Correggio. It? It's in Italy. Is, yeah. Okay. In Italy. Love it. So, Leonardo was born in 1893 mm. in a small town in Italy, mm. and this bitch had a rough childhood. Oh, like, no. Like, really rough. Um, I mean, I feel like it was rough, but in, like, a distinctly feminine way, Ugh. because it wasn't like she was, like, she wasn't getting molested or anything, but yeah, it was just yeah. kind of, like, emotional torture. Like, okay. her, she, her family was not close. Her mom was very, it sounds like, very strict and mean. Um, so she suffered from epileptic attacks and she had nightmares Mm. and obviously she wasn't in the most supportive family. So it was just very hard to deal with. So before she even reached adulthood, she already had tried to kill herself two times. Holy shit. Yeah. Like I said, rough start. Wow, girl. So when she was 15, um, and of course that she really, she was so excited to get married. She wanted to have a big family with lots of kids. I know. I don't, I know. (laughs) Not your jam. Not my but jam. that is what she wanted. Remember, okay. this is this is we haven't hit 19th century, right? No, we have not. Or we're in the 19th century, but we haven't hit the 1900s. Oh, 1900s, yeah. Sorry. Wow. I no, it's 1893. Um, okay. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what you do. Well, well, I guess actually, she's 15, so it would be by the time she's 15. Oh, but still, only like point, super, super early 1900s. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, so she that that's what she wanted most in the world. She goes to a Romani fortune teller. Ooh. You know, and she, of course, wants to hear, like, tell me about this, like, now, beautiful, handsome that. gentleman. Well, okay, hold on. We'll get to that. Okay. Not unlike someone else that I love, even though, maybe love to hate, 
not unlike Cersei Lannister. This is basically a very oh. similar thing that played out. She saw this uh, Romani fortune teller, and the fortune teller told her, you will marry and have children, but all of your children will die, which is exactly what Cersei was told. Oh, my gosh. Um, she I also like, said – I don't like Cersei. I don't know. I love Cersei, but I also – the reason I love her so much, because she's, like, fucking evil, but I just I, – Lena Headey, or Hedy, I'm not sure you yeah, pronounce yeah. it – but I adore her, and I think she's just, like, such a badass, and I just want her to be, like, my mentor. Just the way she plays her. She does really. Because it's like, you hate her, but I understand what she's doing, oh my too. God. I, I kind of love her because I kind of love that she's a bitch, except for, for her kids. I feel like that's my life, except for instead of my kids. It's, like, for your dog, my dog and my sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, your sister. Yeah. That's okay. All of her children are going to die. Yes, and she also said to her, in your right hand, I see prison. In your left, a criminal asylum. Not exactly the ideal reading that you want. No. And this kind of stuff also, probably because I've always been, like, creepy and liked this kind of shit, I probably heard a story like this. And actually, I think there's a, not a uh, are you afraid of, are you afraid of the dark? I think there's mm. an episode where they kind of have, like, a gypsy-type figure, which is how they would portray it. I've been saying Romani, because that's the non- offensive racist yeah um but uh oh but this is why because i'm super you know i'm super into like i have an intuitive tattoo like i don't know (laughs) i don't know what i believe in entirely but like i've done reiki and i've gotten different kinds of readings and for me i think i just think of it as it's just more information it doesn't mean that it's right or that it's real or that it's wrong or that it's not real but it's just because the thing is, readings really aren't like this. Like, yeah. they're not usually like, oh, you're going to die. You yeah. know, it's reading, it's more so of kind of your personality traits. And it's not mm-hmm. predictive of the future, really. It's, but, but I, for a long time, I was scared to do it because I've had friends do it, you know, on the boardwalk, down mm-hmm. the beach. Um, I've always been scared because I didn't want to hear something horrible. Mm. And it's because of stories like this. Like, literally, this girl, this is 15, 15 year old girl goes to this fortune teller she's probably like on vacation or went with friends or something she's she seems like she's in such a, such a good mood and this lady fucking tells her your kids are all gonna die and you're gonna end up in jail and in an asylum okay let's not saying i believe this believe that this fortune teller didn't have this sight do you think that she was like this progressive woman and she like saw this 15 year old come to her and be like i want to be married and have kids she was like bitch you can do better than that and then was like, Ooh. I'm going to tell you how, what terrible things are going to happen to you if you get married and have kids. What an interesting spin. Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, didn't yeah. even occur to me. Mm-hmm. These are I, my thoughts. I don't think that was the case. I don't think that was because the case Because this either. was like <laughs> the 1900s. I also didn't know why like some random fortune teller would be that like passionate. For the cause. For the cause and also. A cause that no one else is really going after at that point. And that like the effects of which like. She will never see. And, well, like, her cause is against what she's going to, the pain she's going to inflict on this woman, Mm -hmm. you know? So I don't think it's that. But, yeah, so she fucked, she fucked her up nice and good. Because she already came from, like, a very unstable household. Like I said, wasn't super supportive or loving. And then she goes, and, and remember, I mean, this is, back then, people were much they were much like they were also religious, so I know that kind of is different because a lot of people like different types of religions wouldn't want to do this kind of thing. But they're really prone to believing in like different spirituality and like superstitious, you mm-hmm. know, the old fashioned uh, being superstitious thing. 
So like that, I mean, that would really, cause like if they, someone told me that obviously I'd be freaked out because I have anxiety among other issues, mm-hmm. but a part of me would also be like, this isn't, no one can see the future. Like this isn't, this is, you can make it self-fulfilling if you want, but you don't have to. And I'd be able to shake it off, I think. Yeah. But at a t- at this time, I feel like right, hearing right. that, you're, you're like, oh my God, yeah. <laughs> you're like I'm destined to this life of misery and I've already had one so far. Mm-hmm. See, that's why I would like hearing something shitty if I need to get my fortune read. Like, again, because it's not also normally, like, predict what I think, uh, what I would, like, when it's not, like, you're going to die in the future, but then they, like, turn over, like, five cards, and they're like, these all mean, like, terrible things. And I'm like, yes, it makes sense. Like, this is just how I, like, this is what I'm going through right now. Like, I would love to get a reading that was, like, you're going to have ten years of horrible pain in your life. And I'd be like, okay, great. Almost at the end of that. One more year. Uh, okay, so she did have some moments of good things happening. She mm-hmm. met and fell in love with Raffaele Pensardi. Um, and she, yeah, she fell in love with him. You know, they got engaged to get married. He was a registry office clerk, Ugh. so not exactly a, you know. I thought he was going to be a registered nurse. I got way more excited. No, um, he, he he's an office clerk, and her yeah. parents are very upset that he's not in some, like, more fancy job. Mm-hmm. She doesn't care because she's like, I love him. That's what I want. Uh, They were, they were pissed. Uh, They, to the point where not only did they not even go to the wedding, but her mom, her own mother fucking cursed her, dooming her to a life of misery. I'm sorry. These parents were not involved or supportive of her until she decides to like make a decision for herself. And then they're like, no, we care about your future. Like, fuck off. Yeah. Like, you know, that was totally just about how they look. Yeah. Oh, our daughter is married to a, I don't even know what in 1900s is the job you want. The mayor. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Things are really hard in the 1900s. Yeah, at this point, she's not only been primed for a life of misery, but people keep telling her, you're going to have one. And so finally, it's like, yeah, you're right. Uh, she gets arrested for fraud. I don't know a lot about that. Mm. I couldn't find too much, but obviously not great. Um, and that was just a few years into her marriage. And then three years later, their house was destroyed by an earthquake. So oh. like, she's really, she just keeps getting hit. That's rough. And also sidebars with the earthquake. I experienced my first California earthquake. It's a very large earthquake, I'm told. I thought it was so much fun. Oh, my God. People are going to be so mad at you. I'm so sorry, Ellie. <laughs> and I understand it's devastating to some people, and I'm very happy I'm safe, especially because Xander pushed me out of the doorway to stand in it himself. <laughs> so I was definitely – but I was like, you don't know what's going to happen. This is kind of, like, exciting. I think your mental illness is showing. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Let me tuck that away. <laughs> Um, earthquakes destroy homes I I was so I was sitting on the couch and I was sitting like a pretzel Mm -hmm. and so and I just kind of I felt like I was like riding a wave like we were just shaking except for the fact that Daisy it was here and Daisy was so upset she was freaking out I had to she was scratching my arm as I was holding her she wanted to run around and I'm like I'm not gonna let you run Run. around on the ground while we're shaking also like that that I couldn't handle if I was with a pet, especially because like they don't understand what's yeah, going of on. You know? Like, oh no. Yeah, and they probably she, feel it way more intense. Yeah, yeah. She was very freaked out. So that was not great. But so their earthquake was so bad it completely destroyed their house. So then they decide to move and that's when she ends up in Correggio, which is in her name. Oh, right. Okay. And she was super well liked there. Like she just mm. was like this awesome lady. She had a thrift shop. Love it. She would sell, you know, old dresses, tea cakes, soap. Like, she was just – and also, she would do services there. Like, 
you know, she'd play matchmaker. She she'd read fortunes, not like that other lady. Yeah. She she hers is positive stuff. Like you're gonna get married, whatever. Yeah. But so it was. I mean, it sounds like a really cute. It also sounds very that time period. Like right, it, feel, right, right. it feels very old fashioned. Yeah. But it sounds really cute and nice. Yeah, and, people, yeah. people and people people like her. her. My God. Yeah. I yeah. Would love to have that. She was very well liked in Correggio. Now more bad. Uh, Leonardo, because remember, she really wanted to have kids, and she wanted right. to have a big family. So she was pregnant 17 times. Holy fuck. That's yeah. not good for your body. Do you know body. how many kids she actually had? Like three? Four. Oh! Yeah, that many kids died. Oh my god. Yeah. I can't even fathom how dead. I'm pretty sure I would have given up after, like, Dude, three or 17? four. 17? Yep. Like, if that was happening around the clock, would it obviously wouldn't be like what how soon are you gonna know like technically a month but probably like six weeks back then so you're like that's like three years mm-hmm. or two years I guess two years of like of like if it was just back and back and back yeah. and forth like it probably wasn't it's probably like five years yeah you know how fucked up your body would be like emotionally as well like your hormones I mean, I can't, and then yeah. the loss and this is a woman who's already prone to so much and wants so many hit. Oh, yeah God, so that just sounds awful exactly so then it's understanding that when her son Giuseppe was born and stayed born she got really excited she i mean he's the apple of her eye like nah, she yeah. is absolutely her like she is obsessed with giuseppe and she has three other kids as well i don't even know their names <laughs> um but i mean giuseppe's a pretty cool name yeah it is it's a maybe good, the other kids are named like i don't know what's a jan oh i was gonna say like tony what's the stereotypical oh. <laughs> i was just going name? for boring name <laughs> Janet sorry, was. Jans. Sorry, Jans. But really, also, come on. Yeah. I mean, we're men Jan, you love. Sure, Jan. Jan. Brady. I don't know who that is. You don't know the Brady book? Oh, I know the Brady. I never watched it. Oh, well, no, there's just this great meme where, because Jan is, like, talking, because Marsha, like, is the one who gets all the attention, and everybody, all the boys like her, and so she makes this, like, fake boyfriend, and it's, like, honestly the best moment, because, of course, these older shows, they're even more wholesome. Yeah. And... It's just this great moment of honesty where, like, Jan is saying all this and Marsha just like, sure, Jan. <laughs> it's such a good gift. Oh, I love that. What happened? Sorry, I listened to a little bit more of one of the other episodes and I realized I scream um, laugh. <laughs> like, how much I hate people that scream scenes. Yeah. <laughs> I have it for laughing. And I was just, like, driving and hearing myself scream and then had that, like, very... <laughs> cackly deep man laugh that I have. I'm so sorry. See, this is why you need to listen oh. because you can tell me, like, Kayla, yeah. make my laughs quieter. And you can mess with the like little dots and just I'm so technical. Because like you can yeah, you can play with it so that it's like quiet. Like because I, I love, love I love Helene, I love you, but sometimes she talks really loud. Just and talk so like her, I keep on a lower volume than really? myself because gotcha. a lot of times I can't hear me. <laughs> Uh, so you can just play with it and then sometimes like I'll say something and I'm like I I can't hear that at all so I have to put it all the way up and then I yeah yeah this is not interesting to anyone no but (laughs) but I'm really sorry for my screen laughs and Kayla's gonna fix that yeah I can fix that from now on I can also fix it by not doing it with my mouth but you know (laughs) that seems like more work it does it really does uh so yeah she always had a soft spot for Giuseppe Mm. basically it's kind of like friends like how Ross was like their miracle baby oh yeah and then Monica is just like chopped liver yeah that's basically what it is for all of her other children yeah but it also makes sense at that time that your oldest son exactly I mean mean, even if you didn't lose yeah this is like 1910s early like of course but 
even though she was finally happy now because she had her son and she had all these other, she had three other she kids. Had those other ones. <laughs> um, but she's miserable because she lives. I mean, she enjoys it. She loves them, but she every moment she thinks she needs to save them from dying. Oh, so imagine God. how stressful that would be if every day you're just waiting for them to die. Exactly. And also, do you think your kids like are as close to you as you would want them because they're probably like stop suffocating me? Yeah, exactly. They're probably stressed too yeah because they're like I can't breathe I'm being suffocated exactly but oh my gosh I'd be terrified I'm already like scared of that I think about that all the time and I'm like how do people that are parents like stop being terrified like when you their don't. kids like outside like literally I think just, you like, just are always scared isn't like and like Eva like she wasn't even my child and like she'd go in another room and I was like something can happen to you right now <laughs> like fucking Elizabeth Smart or uh. Short I listen. I just listened to another one. Um, I always forget which one of the Black Dahlia. Short, short. Okay. Um, but there was one of the earlier murders that Karen did. I think it's like Polly Klaus or Klaus oh, or something. something. She, they were having like a sleepover. She just was taken out of the. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, look, I may have just mixed up a bunch of stories. No, no, no. That but happened. There definitely is a kid. That's who, the one with my other writer. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. Like, they were even there. It just happened. Like, ha- How the fuck is that? Well, that's Lock like, yeah. your doors and close your windows. If you're hot, I get it. We're in L.A. right now. I had to turn the air off, so it wouldn't mess up the sound. Then you have to live really high up. Yes. If you want to have your windows open, live high up. I'm on the first floor, so my windows are closed when I go to sleep. That's just how it is. You can open them in the morning. Mine are always open because I'm on the third floor, yeah. and I really like listening to the things I hear at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. And they're probably not going to – they're probably not going to – start at the third floor that's I feel like that's a poorly planned criminal <laughs> yeah because I mean even if you rappelled down from the fourth or from the roof you'd go to the fourth yeah why are you on the third yeah, that's yeah. the one who didn't know didn't practice rappelling yeah and exactly end, end that one and they're <laughs> like oh, oh shit here. <laughs> my rope's here <laughs> I'm still child yikes all right yeah so she's stressed she's scared every day she was waiting for them to die so, I mean, again, it's not, and I'm not going to fault her for feeling superstitious at this point. Yeah. I, I mean, she's got, it, too many things have pointed, I mean, she's been cursed. She's had a horrible reading. Like, she is not very a much. Life. Yeah, she's not in a good position. Um, however, we can blame her for what happens next. Oh, well, yeah, she's a soap killer. Does she turn her boys into soaps? Her boys? Yeah, does she, like, melt them into soap and then sculpt them so that they never Die? get hurt? Oh. you can just remelt them. No. Oh, that's good. Oh, my God. That would be really Why scary. is that? Where are you wet? <laughs> okay, sorry. Okay, so. What does she do? So she loses her mind because she finds out that Giuseppe, if, you know, it's World War II. Oh, gosh. Yeah, he's Giuseppe, gonna, yeah, he has to go fight. And now she's like, yeah. this is where he's going to die. He's going to die in the war. Yeah. Uh, so this is 1939. I'm not t- totally sure what her thought process was but because some places say she was you know doing kind of she was like connecting to the spirits and she was praying to the virgin mary like what should i do and she gets a message or some people say that this was the suggestion of that fortune teller who was like they're all gonna die but here's how you cannot avoid it or whatever um okay but her immediate response is human sacrifice obviously is how i will save him oh um, which like i thought they were gonna not... like cut off half of his leg so he would still be around but not be able to go to the army no no no. she's gonna sacrifice other humans wow. to save him. that's um a little selfish you know what it is yeah 
Like, why? The, those are those are someone's children, too. Yeah, they don't matter as much no. as Giuseppe. Fuck that. I hate Giuseppe. <laughs> so the first victim was an older woman. Didn't have a lot of family in the area. But this is the worst part. They were friends. Like, because, again, yeah, this, is, small this town, is a small town. Right? Everybody really likes her. Oh this woman is probably near her age, maybe. Like, they were friends. Yeah. And so her name was Faustina Setti. And Leonardo, like I said, she did a bunch of other things in addition to the shop. And so she said that she found a husband because Faustina was still unmarried. And obviously we know that in those times, right, that's you're not-, not worth anything if you're not married. <laughs> so she said, I found you a husband in Pola. Now, I don't know how far away that was from Correggio, but yeah, it, it yeah. was a journey. So, like, of course, Leonardo was like so fucking excited yeah she was so happy or for not Eddie. leonardo faustina sorry. faustina for faustina <laughs> Jesus. um faustina really was, was there well her last name was seti oh that's why i did yep Fos- yeah okay. okay all right <laughs> so she yeah she, faustina was super excited um and leonardo told her don't like don't tell anyone like go see him first you know that's best. Yeah, see him. Don't tell anyone where you're going. going. Especially going in a time around. where you can't easily call someone. You have to like. We're literally for them. traveling for four days. Don't tell anyone where we're going. Yeah, don't tell anyone. And I'm gonna leave you with this strange man. Okay, it's but then also, she said, "Don't tell anyone." But here, write some letters to your family saying that you're leaving, but not where. And then when you get to Pola, like send it to all of them so they know where you are. So not only is she saying don't oh tell anyone, God. but she's basically like write either this like death letter or write this letter that says you're out of town. So yeah. everyone is like, oh, that's normal. She's out of town. Yeah. And she does because again, this is her friend and she's so excited. And why would, she, why would she think anything bad was going to happen? Jesus. Also just, ugh, no, I'm sorry. It's also probably a really small town. She doesn't need to write letters. Yeah. Like, that, that's what I think. If you wrote me a letter, if I ever got a letter in the mail from you and I wasn't in a different state, I would think that that was someone was killing you. That would be my go-to. Well, I mean, maybe that's the murderino in you. That is. But so, you know, Leonardo was super excited, so she goes along with it. So then the day, like, when she's before she leaves, she goes to Leonardo, you know, to find out, like, exactly what to do and to say goodbye and thank her friend. While there, Leonardo gives her drugged wine. And then she, although it doesn't say if she like waits for her to pass out, um, because she was looking at, I think she was like rereading the letter she wrote and she comes up behind her with a fucking axe. Wait, wait, wait. The girl that she poisoned? Yeah. No, no, no. The girl that she poisoned is like in the chair reading her letters that she's going to mail to her family, she thinks. Oh my God. And Leonardo poisoned her wine and then she gets her axe, comes up behind her as she's reading her like little letters and hits her in the head with a, an axe. Why even poison her? I don't know. Maybe, maybe what? she, maybe it's like a, um. Fail safe. Yeah. There's another word. I don't know what I was going to say, but yeah, maybe she's like, oh, if. Because she's using an axe, so, like, that's going to be a long, messy thing. So maybe she doesn't want them to wake up and fight or something. Well, when you first said that, because I'm, like, you know, not loving this girl killing people, there was a really good point. Oh, when you said she was doing it by wine, I'm like, I'm not down with this woman. But I was like, well, you know, at least she's not doing it violently. No, I know, and that's why I jumped in, because I don't actually think that was the case. I don't think she spared anyone any pain. I think it was 
just, yeah, probably a fail safe. Yeah. Because, because if you're going to poison them, poison them. Like you don't right. need to hit them in the head with an ax. Yeah. That's so needlessly messy. If and also like a harder, them, like, I don't know. I feel like ax, like someone, if you find like someone like, oh man, someone's bludgeoned to death. That's probably going to get in the newspaper before someone killed themselves. I feel like it's yeah, a much louder. Exactly. Well, like, and th- remember, this is like the, the the 1900s, early 1900s. So they find someone dead. They're probably not going to do a drug test. Yeah, I don't exactly. think they have that ability. So they're just going to, yeah, oh, she died of natural causes. This is probably when you could still buy drugs at the pharmacy or poison at the pharmacy. Like, Oh, I'm sure. Like Lizzie Borden. Women. Yeah. After she hits her with the axe, she drags her into a closet and she cuts her body into nine parts. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And she later revealed all the gory details of this process in her memoir, which is so beautifully titled, An Embittered Soul's Confessions. Wow. Yeah, that's a rough name. But you know what? She had a rough life. So this is what she says. This is in her own memoir. Wow. She says, I threw the pieces into a pot, added seven kilos of caustic soda, which this is the Fight Club reference. Right, right, right. Um, I was watching something earlier today on her that said that they think uh, they probably got inspiration. From... Oh, yeah, I bet. So, yeah, so she, uh, seven kilos of caustic soda, which I had bought to make soap, and stirred the whole mixture until the pieces dissolved in a thick, dark mush that I poured into several buckets and emptied in a nearby septic tank. As for the blood in the basin, I waited until it had coagulated dried it in the oven, ground it, and mixed it with flour, sugar, chocolate, milk, and eggs, as well as a bit of margarine, kneading all the ingredients together. I made lots of crunchy tea cakes and served them to the ladies who came to visit, though Giuseppe and I also ate them. So she hasn't made soap yet. Right now she's making tea cakes that she eats and gives to her neighbors. Okay, gives to her neighbors? Like, I was on board, but not like I want to play to my neighbors, but like, that level of like grinding yeah. it and mixing it and then giving it to your neighbors, like I'm like, all right, that's a great way. But her eating it, but her eating it herself, knowing mm-hmm. what the fuck goes in there. Yep, Jesus. Yep. No, I'm sorry, you're not just trying to protect your kids. You're fucking insane. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Uh, and she apparently also robbed Faustina of her life savings because sure. I'm sure Faustina brought her money yeah. for the like arrangement mm-hmm. and the match, and she just took it all. And now. I'm no expert in human sacrifice. I also don't know who she was. Like, I know one thing said she was talking to Mary, but Mary doesn't ask you to sacrifice humans. Mm-hmm. That's not in the Bible. Actually, no, God does ask, like, for Abraham to kill his son or whatever. Yeah. But Mary, I don't think does. No, the women keep it cool. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know who she's sacrificing to, but just especially from the fact that this was so violent and it was someone she was friends with who trusted her. It was such a brutal case, you'd think that this would satisfy right. whatever that God wanted as a exactly, sacrifice. Is, it was like a, the it was an, one adult yeah. human and the situation surrounding it was super brutal. Right. But no, apparently not. Apparently one is not enough. Uh, it is not an eye for an eye. No. <laughs> so Leonardo continues with this murderous streak. Next, she kills Francesca Soavi, who thought Leonardo had found her a teaching job at a girl's school in piacenza so yeah so she this was like a young girl who was like great i want to teach at this girl's school like she's chilling wants to help people like she's great Mm -hmm. and she too went to say goodbye uh she knew she thought she was saying goodbye to her friend who helped her out before setting off for piacenza uh but you know leonardo just did the whole routine again she had to write postcards Mm -hmm. 
explaining why she was leaving, but not where she was going specifically. And then she killed her, made her into tea cakes, and robs mm. her of at least 3,000 lira. Damn. Back then, that was probably like $300,000. I'm not US even going to guess. I did not research that. I, did, I mean, is Lira still around? No, it, it dissolved with the EU. Or when we got the okay, that's what I thought. So I'm like, I don't even know. Yeah, yeah I don't know how to translate that at all. <laughs> you don't know the Probably. money translation by <laughs> country and time? Probably more calculate, but whatever. Either yeah, way, I, I don't translate. know. And not only that, but she also, all those letters that she had them write that they were supposed to mail once they got to the city, obviously they never got there. Right, so she mails them. No, oh. she has Giuseppe mail them and he doesn't know that it's like death letters. He thinks that she's like, oh, can you take this to the mail? Wow. Now she's like, implicating her son even though he doesn't even know yeah maybe that's actually the only like spot on sacrifice situation is that he has to be the one to like oh like he has to be involved yeah okay uh now the third so this is thankfully the final victim but it is another human person uh (laughs) i just felt weird that i said human because i was like oh it's not an alien I, okay, because I was going to say, like, I feel like I do the, like, person and then distinguish human. Oh, okay. So that I was all backwards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Either way, this was a person. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it was the wealthiest woman of the three. Her name, her, she was 53 years old, and her name was Virginia Cacioppo. Like it. She had previously been an opera singer. Ugh. And, you know, she missed the fame of that old life, the attention, and honestly, Mm -hmm. just, like, the excitement of doing something in your life. Absolutely. So, of course, she's thrilled when she finds out that Leonardo found a job for her. In singing? In Florence. Not in singing, but in the world. So, it's the secretary to a mysterious theater impresario in Florence. Oh, my gosh. So, poor Virginia is, like, excited because she's, like... Thank, like I can get to be can, in the music yeah. world again. Like I'm so excited, and I get to be, be around. This, I get to be around this impresario. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck. Uh, and again, begs her not to tell anyone. Like, oh, this is like very like. Yeah. He's doing you a favor. I like, mean, like he's famous, and if you spread word of this, his I don't know cabin will be robbed. What did they have? Horse will be stolen. What was that? Sorry. So. That <laughs> so on. September 30th, 1940, Virginia, like the others, went to Leonardo's for the last time, thinking that she was just saying goodbye before she, you know, took on this exciting new chapter of her life, but actually that's where her life ended, and she met the same fate and winds up in the pot just like the others, but she got even grosser with Virginia, and here's another part from Leonardo's book that's like, oh my god, why does she have a book? Well, I know. Because she's got all that time in jail. Yeah. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Um, So she says, she ended up in a pot like the other two. Her flesh was fat and white. When it had melted, I added a bottle of cologne. And after a long time on the boil, I was able to make some most acceptable creamy soap. I gave bars to neighbors and acquaintances. The cakes, too, were better. That woman was really sweet. How disgusting. Nope. Like, this is, like, Jeffrey Dahmer shit. Yeah! You know, it's just crazy, because you hear about these kinds of killers, and, you know, it's always, like, oh, how brutal and awful. And it's, like, yeah, women were doing awful shit, too. Yeah. Like, you, like, how, have you heard of her before? No. Nope. Exactly. Never heard of her. And this is, like, fucking insane, this story. 
And how, because it's one thing if like maybe you can not excuse, like I'm, it's not okay to kill anyone, but I can at least see where her mind was at because yeah. she's like, she's, you know, she thinks she's cursed and she's so superstitious and whatever, whatever. But the book was written after she was like captured or after she was like right. in jail. So it's, it's not like, oh, I'm in this panic state. Yeah. No, this is a sick woman who is giving these insane details exactly. of this lurid crime. Like, openly admitting that you enjoyed eating Yeah, human. she was like, sweet. You're a psych- That's like, revolting. you're a psycho. You wanted to kill people and you made up an excuse about just that. Being. Yes. No, gross. I hate it. And I scroll down in my excitement. I do that all the time. Anxiously oh, scroll. That happens when I see an attractive person on a dating app and I get so excited. I, like swipe left on accident because I don't know what to do. <laughs> I just time. pictured a little chihuahua. So excited. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact, the pot that she used to boil, uh, will boil all of those women mm-hmm. and the axes because she had a collection of axes that she used. Oh, she didn't use the same axe. No. They're all on display at a criminology museum in Rome, Italy. Dope. What the fuck is in Rome? I've been to Rome. Me too. What I didn't know about fuck? her when I was there. I didn't know they had a crime museum that had weapons and crazy shit in it. Dude, do you know how many fucking churches I looked at in Rome? <laughs> like, I have so many pictures back, and I just, I'm like, I don't even know where it is. It's all pictures of churches. Yeah. What am I going to do? All these pictures of churches. I'm like, storks. <laughs> and then me being drunk. Like, that's, that's my yes, and, uh, time of living food. abroad. And food. Pizza and stuff. Although. Although <laughs> wait, you do hear all over <laughs> I just remember, because of course we remember the negative things. Our first day in Italy, we got there. It was super early. We probably sat down and eat at like 10 a.m. or something. But we were like, fuck it. We're in Italy. I want a pizza. Mm-hmm. And the place we went to was amazing. It was so good. But, of course, I didn't speak Italian. Right. And I don't even know if they listed all the ingredients. But I ordered this one pizza, and it had anchovies. And oh. it wasn't like you could pick them off like no. they were in it. No. And I didn't realize until I got it. And it was so salty. No. So, but everyone was nice and shared their pizza with me. Oh, that's very nice. Mm-hmm. I thought the waiter was going to yell at you. No. Every, I know I was nervous. But, no, all the girls I was with, we all ate different ones. So, that was nice because that was a proper first dish. <laughs> Mile, though. Was that when I lived in France, I just wanted to have the best time ever. So towards the end of it, I was very much running out of money. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And so we went to Rome and Spain and Italy, and, and Italy, Rome and Spain and Florence and Milan for spring break, which is like right before I left. And so I had like literally like two euro for it. Like I could budget like two euro a day and it would be like, all right, I can eat today or I can get a giant glass of wine the size of my head. And I always went with a giant glass of wine. <laughs> so like even when... I was exploring historic places. I'm still just shit-faced, and there's a lot of selfies yeah. of me. Like, oh, my God. When I was in Italy on spring break, we because, like, in Italy, if you go into, you know, like, a little corner store and get a bottle of wine, they'll literally ask you, oh, do you want it open? Yeah. And they give you plastic cups, and you can just walk around the city, which is so nice because also it's, like, yeah, it seems, like, maybe trashy, but it's not, like – It's wine. Yeah, it's not like you're, like, pounding shots, but it's just so nice to be able to walk around, especially in a place that's so beautiful like Italy, and just look at the scenery and drink a, like, a nice red. Like, right, it's just, and that's, it's like, so their, nice. like, also, like, their, that's the whole, like, culture and why drinking at 21 in America is so ridiculous. It's, like, that's not at all, like, Italian style or whatever to get, you know, be all drunk, well, like, and, and all excited that you can drink out in public. You know what I mean? Like, that would well, be, Well, like, and I think that's, yeah, that's why we're hurting ourselves. We're kind of pushing it, people into binge drinking because they're oh, not yeah. allowed to do it, whereas if it were acceptable for them to just be 
yeah, just taking a walk or at an art gallery or something and just, you know, sipping on a red wine, they would be more conditioned to know, like, you can enjoy a glass of wine. You don't have to pound it. Are you kidding me? I have so much issue with our drinking age. Yeah. Also, I'm And also just the whole culture around it. Oh, uh, yeah. I was just going to say, also, if you, I can die for my country, I better be able to have a fucking beer. That's fair. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, it's the whole culture around it. Yeah, Okay. Back to the story. Wow. How did we, we got far off. It happens. Yeah. So the problem with this victim is that she had family. Like, she had friends and stuff in this, again, small town. So when like she just. Like the only other people in the town. Yeah. So when she disappears, uh, you know, this. And also she used to be this opera singer. Like Yeah, exactly. Just like semi-famous. Yeah. So when she disappears, her sister-in-law is like, hey, like, where is. Virginia. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, where is Virginia? We haven't seen her. And so they go to the police, and she reports, and uh, they get to Leonardo pretty quickly because that's the last place she was. Like, right. people saw, because she had the shop. People saw her going to the shop, and so it's very easy to be like, oh, where's the last place you saw Virginia? Yeah, literally on Main Street, walking into the shop exactly. with, like, a giant pink bar of soap over it or whatever. But because of how brutal the crimes were when they get there, they initially accuse beloved Giuseppe. Oh, no, Giuseppe. He's a strapping young man. Ugh. And it was a bunch of women who were killed as well. And they just don't believe that this, you know, fragile old... Do- no. And also she was known as this, like, doting mother, of course. I mean, she's, like, killed yeah. for her son. <laughs> yeah. uh, so they just, they don't believe that it could be her. So when she's saying, like, oh, no, it's me, because I'm of course, she'd do anything. Yeah, exactly. They're Where like, does fucking go? You just made Giuseppe, like, a million more problems. Yeah, so they think that she's lying to try to save her son, and so they jail him. For this murder. Damn. Yeah. So, I mean, they didn't convict him. Oh, okay. They didn't get through a trial, but he was in jail because they were like, okay, you did this. Yeah. And they really didn't believe her. So she finally is like, look, I'll prove it to you. And they're like, well, how the fuck are you going to prove it? And she was like, "It like you're saying I couldn't do these things. If I can prove that I can do these things, will you let Giuseppe out? And they were like, sure. So she comes up with this experiment. They get a cadaver. Oh, man, I thought she was going to go out, like, they were like, okay. And then she was like, cool, I've killed someone else and bring it to them. No. That was a really risky move on the cops to say. police like, would not agree to letting her murder someone. I don't like they're like, all right, prove it to us. That could have taken a way worse turn. Go on. Cadaver, that's smart. It's smart, but it's also, like, crazy. Like, that would not happen now, I don't think. I think they'd make some kind of dummy. Uh, I yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. Is you it like think, if you donate your body to science, does that mean like some scientist? Someone gets to can, chop you up? Um, I have it specifically in my will, actually, that you can't take my eyes. You can I donate don't all my have a organs. will, but I... Oh, you need to write one. I am not... I do have life insurance. That's good. Um, But I'm not... Uh, My mom's a nurse, so... You're not an organ donor. I don't know. Man. Yeah. Very interesting. With your mom being a nurse and all. Yep. Well, just don't let them take my eyes. It's in my will. Okay. Everything goes to Kelly. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so she says she can prove it. She can, you know, bring me the cadaver. And again, yeah, they fucking do it. They're like, all right, old lady, let's see what you got. Here, hack up this poor, no longer he- alive human. Mm-hmm. So, the, you know, they bring her this body, and it's, uh, yeah, it's a full, you know, adult body. Mm-hmm. And... She, they give her an axe, and they're she like, goes to have at it, and she sure does, and oh God, she is shown, <laughs> yeah, no, I cannot, oh. fuck, no, uh, because there's, there's that scene in one of the, American Psycho, 
No, um, one of the John Benet Ramsey docs. Oh, they have right, this, where they like, like little boy actor, yeah. and he's like hitting a skull yes. with a flashlight, and like this fake blood is flying yeah. everywhere. And that for me, I was like, all right, calm also, down. Like, what parent like lets their like kid, son do? Yeah, that? they're like, all right, this is gonna be the acting. Maybe that's maybe that's what Josh Josh is moving to Colorado. <laughs> that happened in Colorado. Yes, it did. Oh my god, Josh is gonna play the next. Uh, what's the Burke? Burke. Burke Ramsey. Called it. Burke did it. Burke Allegedly. Did. Allegedly. Don't sue us. Josh, please don't kill me with an axe. But, <laughs> no, like, if you're the cop and you thought, like, oh, she can't do anything, like, not only is being, like, a woman, like, you know, beat the shit, anyone beat the shit out of a dead body with an axe. No, fucking hack it up. Yeah. pieces. Hack it up. Like, if you thought that she could only lift, like, 10 pounds and all, like, that would be terrifying. Yeah. That would be really scary. Also, it just seems, I'm sure they have some kind of protocol not protocol but i'm sure they have some kind of protection but like it just seems dangerous to give this woman an (laughs) yes here but that's what i was thinking with the proof that that would yeah no it's very strange but they gave her the axe and she you know she behaved she didn't try to axe any police officers or anything um but she in uh in only seven minutes she had reduced the full-sized human body into a quote unquote neat little pile Oh, how and many minutes? Seven. She Dude. fucking dismembered an entire body in seven minutes. I can't even minutes. sweep my bathroom that fast. No. That is fucking insane. It's, wait, it's, that's disgusting. Yeah, that's really troubling. Because then it's like... What's name is? Leonardo. Leonardo. But then it's like, did she really never do that before? Exactly. Oh my gosh. Even... Oh. Yeah. No. Uh, and seven she was... Minutes. Yeah, seven minutes. It was shocking. Like, how long it takes me to drive here? Oh, really? I feel like no, it takes it, me longer. I was going to say, I also, I don't want to, sometimes it takes me three hours, sometimes it takes yeah. me 15 minutes. It's not this based on LA. the driving. Oh, I was going to say, it's not oh. based on the driving. It's based on me and whether or not I'm sitting in my car well, on the phone yeah. with one of Jamie, my relatives. Yeah, Jamie has been on the phone every time she's come to my house for the last, like, month. Um, and and just don't like, even like talking on the phone. She just, like, comes in on the phone and just, like, is there in the room, but you can't talk to her. <laughs> and then I just walk around the kitchen and get really loud and they're, like, trying to watch TV. But I don't like talking on the phone. I can't. That's probably why. I can't get off of it yeah. once I start. Yeah. So please don't ever call me. Well, speaking of can't stopping once you yeah. start, she is very much an Ed Kemper type killer. I mean, I guess Ed Kemper is like her because she came first. Yeah. But she just, once she confesses, she just is telling fucking Everything. every detail. Make sense Everything. she has a memoir. Yeah. She says, you know, she describes in detail of how she acts them to death and how she cut up their bodies, how she boiled the bodies, how she made, you know, baked those creepy little tea cakes Ugh. and how she made soap and yeah, so the court found her guilty, obviously. Yeah. Uh, she was sentenced to 30 years in jail mm-hmm. and three years in an asylum. So if you Oh my remember, gosh, she got both! Yep. Oh, yeah. So if you yeah. that fucking fortune teller. What was on the right? The right was the asylum and the left was prison? I think so. Hold on. Or- so she said, okay, we got it. Okay. In your right hand, I see a prison. In your left, a criminal asylum. Dude, that makes even more sense because here's what I was thinking is that only like 11% of the population, no, 15, 11% of the population is left-handed and 15% of teachers are left-handed or something like that. Oh. Yeah, very interesting. But that's what I was thinking. Like, okay, so there's a small number of left-handed people. 
So she spends more time on the right hand, more time in jail, and less time oh. in the mental asylum. So it not like worked out to a T. Yeah, I mean, it, it honestly Also, really if did. it's 30 to 3, mm-hmm. and it's a 10% ratio, <laughs> that literally... Mm. This fortune Man. teller, this she knew. fortune teller was next level. She knew how many left-handed people were in the world. Or people in the world, that too. Way to go. Yep. And uh, in, or on October 15th, 1970, Leonardo, like 1970, that's not that long ago. She lived in 1970? How fucking insane is it that she lived in 1970 and she was born in the 1800s? She was really born in 1890, I think. 1893 is what you said. So she's 80 years old and being born technically in the 1800s where you should live to like 60. Hard old bitch. That's insane. Yep. That is not that long ago. And she died from a cerebral... Hemorrhage. No. Cerebral... Apoplexy, which is like having like a stroke. Okay. So it's not even like it wasn't even natural the, like, causes. Causes. So yeah, she, she could probably kept... could have kept going for another like twenty years. Uh but so she dies in the asylum in Patsuoli. Wow. And yeah, I mean, so that I wanted to tell that because I actually was telling Wait, wait, wait. Is that the end of the story? That's the end of the fucking story. I have so many questions. What are your questions? What happened to Giuseppe? Oh, shit, sorry. That was in my notes. Okay. I finished short. Okay, so what I was going to say was, like, that was, you know, fucking awful, and it wasn't blah, blah, blah. But <laughs> Giuseppe <laughs> ended up surviving the war and living a long oh. and happy life, so maybe she wasn't wrong Fuck, after all. man. Yeah, he had, a, he had a happy life. He got married, had kids. He, did, he died naturally. Wow. Yep. So, I mean... It's, it, I mean, obviously there's, you know, the part that's being logical and whatever, but like looking at all of this and how her life turned out, it's hard to argue with it. You know, it's yeah. like, look, obviously I don't support the, what she did, right. but I mean, it worked but out. Happy lived through a world war two. That's pretty. Yeah. Uh, cause she was hard. never, cause it's not like she was scared. Something was going to happen to her. Her only mission in life was to protect Giuseppe. And she did. Yeah. I mean, I mean, <laughs> if you believe there was a what correlation. Is that cause and, what is the cause and effect? Yeah. You know, sometimes it's just cause and cause. Something causation. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Correlation. Co- correlation, correlation but not causation. causation? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. So, yeah. Wow, I can't believe Giuseppe survived World War II. That's right. Yeah. So, it, this is funny because I, so I was talking to Autumn about this the other day, and it, we were listening to some other true crime podcast, obviously. Awesome. <laughs> so, um... We, we were talking about this and I was like telling her the story and then like she of course knows about the podcast and she was like, especially when I was telling her the part about how they legit brought in a cadaver for her yeah. to chop up in front of them. And she was like, I haven't heard this story. I haven't heard it on any of the other podcasts. And yeah. I was like, oh, I haven't either. She's like, you should do that one. <laughs> I was like, you are correct. I should. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so I mean, because it really is an insane, even if it was just the part, even if it was just the part about her making the tea cakes, that would have been crazy. But there's so many levels. Yeah. And I read somewhere, and I don't know if this is true because I didn't see it everywhere, but somewhere I read that the policeman who was initially inspecting it, not like who went to her, but he did talk to her like when they were first, yeah. people first went missing and she fed him the cakes and gave his wife a bar of the soap. Oh my God. I don't know if that's fiction or not. 
But she definitely, definitely did give it to like her neighbors <laughs> and the other people I in the town. Absolutely, I think that she would have. Damn, Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> also, what happened to the other three children? <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what their names were. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but I guess they didn't die because I feel like they would have said it. But I mean, honestly, it seems like Giuseppe is the only one she cares yeah, about. Because yeah. I watched a couple like ID shows that mm-hmm. mention her, and they don't even, even they like, don't even say that she kids. has other kids. Yeah. Let alone what their names are. They don't even mention them. Like the one show I watched made it seem like she had one kid. Which so, is, I feel like, also adds, like, of course you'd put that on a show, because that adds even more to, like, the, oh, yeah. you know, it's like, like 17, like, yeah. and then she only had one. one yeah, yeah, that's true. Dramatize um, it. Yeah. When did she write her memoir? When she was in prison. Yeah. Like, 1960s? 50s? Okay. So it wasn't, like, right before she died. Damn, I, like, I don't want to read that, and I kind of do want to read Oh, my that. God, I'm sure you can't find it. <laughs> Try me. I Remember mean, when I found the Phantom Prince? You did. Well, you know what? If you can and find... Sacrifice my job. If you can find any book, then I want you to find... There's this book, this woman. I can't think of her name right now because I'm high. And also, I'm tired. It's been a long week. But it's been a long week. Um, I forget her name, but she's the first female tiger tamer. And she was, like, this bad bitch who, like... She didn't even have, like, weapons and shit because she was, like, no. Like, the tiger... Like, she put in the time with tigers they were like her kids like she trusted them even though she was mauled a bunch of times because they're fucking tigers Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and she wrote a memoir about like because she like she started out like she was you know married to someone or dating someone who did like who handled some kind of animal and like because she was a woman so like they would let her do like oh well you can do like the wolf show or like you can do the dog show like she couldn't do anything that was really dangerous and exciting because they were like well you're a woman and then she became one of the best. And I mean, they have, you know, clips of her and it's it's really amazing. Um, Give me her name and I will find the book. Okay, I definitely will. Because I wrote a whole piece about it at my last job. Uh, and I just, I you know, I saw the documentary on her and I just, obviously, so for people who don't know, I am. Kayla's obsessed with tigers. I really love them. I don't know what it is about them, but if you take me to the zoo and I just like glance a tiger, like my whole week will be better. It just makes me so yeah. happy. They're just like so majestic beautiful and honestly I think a lot of this comes from the fact that Aladdin was my favorite movie as a child and I really related as a sassy little brat I really related to Jasmine oh, I thought you were gonna say Raja because he also was he no he also is sassy brat. but no I Jasmine was my favorite princess and I wanted a tiger like Aladdin Aladdin I wanted a tiger like Raja and I had a crush on Aladdin when I was a child Kelly would we had a fun, like, thing of me being the youngest on both sides of my family. So, like, but it often didn't follow the storyline. So when we played Aladdin, I had to be the sultan. And then, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then Kristen or Elise would be, because I was, we were either playing with Elise or playing with Kristen. One of them would be Jasmine and then Kelly would be Raja. And that would be our Aladdin. <laughs> See, we never played Aladdin, but we, we our go-to thing when I was a kid with my cousins was Power Rangers. Oh. And we would all fight over the who got to be the pink the ranger. Kimberly. Like, oh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Look, I got really excited. Look, we've rambled a lot. Yeah. And the story's over, so you guys so. probably all tuned out. And you know, that's fair. I would. But no, I wouldn't. I just want to say a couple of things. Again, check out our website. It looks really cool. And also there's a whole form on there to send us an email if you want to talk to us. Also, Helene is now running the Twitter, so it'll be much more interesting. Oh, Helene's running the Twitter? <laughs> uh-huh. Fuck yeah, you guys got to follow that. That is everything that she's saying she's, is gold. She's Twitter perfection. Helene is, oh, Helene 
man, if it, like, it's one thing because my, like, need to, like, confess everything that happened to me is, like, very strong, so I definitely love Twitter, but man, Helene keeps me there. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I look forward to her tweets. I'm They're so happy amazing. she's tweeting again. Uh, but, yeah, oh. so go there. That's High Crime Pod on Twitter. We're also High Crime Pod on Instagram, and I run that, and I try hard. There's a picture <laughs> of me looking pretty wasted on 4th of July, but Daisy's in it. Yeah, she is. That's I just thought fun. it was cute. It's cute. I, just, I literally <laughs> just look like I'm staring at something else, but it's totally cute. I <laughs> well, really it was so dark. On. You couldn't tell where to look. Yeah, that's actually very good. Twitter, Instagram. Yes. And our website. new website, highcrimepod.com. Thank you, it looks Christine. Christine. It looks really cool. What else? Oh, like I said, we have some really cool. We have uh, two collaborations coming up or maybe more, cro- more crossover. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to say too much because I'm really excited about it. One of them, we're recording, honestly, not that many days from now. So I'm yeah. really excited. And I think really you'll nervous. be excited. It's yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be really fun. And it's just going to... I just, I mean, I love this kind of stuff. Like, I want to interact with other female podcasters and other people who are doing really cool shit. And, you know, women supporting women. Women supporting women, like. Indie podcasts supporting indie podcasts. I was going to say anything we just talked about. Oh, yeah. Well, for sure. Obviously. True crime. Also, just a woman's voice is so much, like, soothing her to fall asleep, too. These are a few of our favorite things. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, yes, please subscribe. And like I said, the reviews, especially five-star reviews with comments, like, they really do help us. Thank you. And thank you. I'm looking into right now, I'm going to put together a really cool, spooky giveaway to Ooh. thank people. I'm going to choose the winner from people who left reviews as a Ooh. thank you for supporting us. Um, so look for that. That's That'll be posted on, you know, Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all that stuff. Um, I'm still gathering materials. Mm. But... Uh, yeah, so we're just really excited and, you know, to, well, not tomorrow, but the next time we record, we will plan it better and Helene will be a part Helene of it. Again, that was totally our fault. Completely our fault. Completely our fault. And I actually think she texted me, so. Okay. So you know what? We're already done. I can't do I it over again. I was going to say, ready? Later, Later buds. buds. Love you.